Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey, good morning to you. Good morning to you. This is the day the Lord's made. We're going to rejoice. We're going to be glad in it. We're going to continue uh, talking a little bit today about taking charge like we talked about yesterday of our lives. And I talked to you in closing about prayer, the importance of prayer. We've got to be people of prayer. You know, we see things come in a variety of ways. We see things happen in our lives. And you know what? We watch God work. I've been blessed to watch God work. I lived in a very godly home that God was a part of everything we did. I'm so grateful for my mother and my father who lived Jesus in the house, out of the house, in church, out of church. It didn't matter. Jesus was the focus. I am so glad I had that, and I want that to be the focus in my house. Our Heavenly Father, help us to focus in on you today. God, help us to take charge of our lives, to call upon you, to believe on you, to make prayer an essential part of our lives. And Lord, not to get so caught in life and so caught in the busyness of life that we forget to spend time alone with you. Lord, help us to get out of bed, roll out of bed in the morning and say, Lord, be with me this day. Lead me this day. Open up a door for me this day. God, I want to see you. I want to draw closer to you this day. Lord, show us your way. And Lord, show us those things we need to be looking at and give us those answers that we need. Help us through tough circumstances. Lord, help your people today. Help all those listening. May the love of Jesus overwhelm them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, you know, I found in my life when I pray and believe and look for him to deliver, I see it more clearly. The problem is, folks, many times we pray, but we don't look for his answers. We say, well, I'm praying about this, but but nothing's happening. Are you looking for his answers? Many times he answers this in a lot of different ways. And the answer isn't always yes to every prayer you that you call on. Sometimes it's maybe, sometimes it's later, and sometimes it's no. Remember that Jesus said to the disciples in the other upper room, blessed are those who believe without seeing me. Folks, who's he talking about? He's talking about you and I. We don't see him. We don't see him in person. We call upon him. We believe he hears us. And many times we hear his still small voice and we see him in circumstances. We see him in the way people share with us. We know that God must have spoke to somebody. That's happened to me many times. I've heard things from people that I know it had to be God showing them. He still wants people to understand the importance of believing and praying. He even tells us this, pray continually. Pray continually. First Thessalonians 5.17, Paul said, pray continually. And the King James says, pray without ceasing. Pray. Continue. Live in a spirit of prayer. When you're going down the road, call upon him. When you're rolling out of bed in the morning, like I said the other day, call upon him. Sitting in our homes, watching the news, when you see something that needs prayer, ask God to intervene. I've been doing that an awful lot lately. Well, I see tragic things happen. Lord, be with this family. These people have been killed in rioting and this and Lord, be with their family. Those are going to prison. Lord, be with them. Encourage them. Help them and help them to turn their lives around. Lord, we we call upon you. I can't tell you how many things I prayed for uh, just in the news this week alone. When you're driving down the road and something comes to your mind, 
Pray about it. You know, nobody's in the car with you. Just call upon you and God. Maybe it's time to turn off your radio. I love listening to Christian music. I love listening to our radio station, 94.1. I love listening to Christian talk shows. I love listening to the, the music channels, too. I, I'm not a huge music listening to guy. I'm more of a talk show guy. But, you know, I get encouraged. In fact, at night, there's uh, in early in the morning, I watch a lot of shows, a lot of Christian preachers I watch, and just I'm encouraged by them. I love some of those channels that are on the on, on TV, like the Hillsong channel and some of TBN stuff. I, I like some of those things, and I listen. I don't listen to judge the speaker. I listen to how, have God speak to me through the speaker. speaker. You know, maybe you drive by the church, by your, your church that you attend. Ask for God's anointing on your church and its leaders and its people. I tell you what, I so appreciate it. I had I have people that don't do not go to my church, they go to another, but they tell me, when I pass by your church, I pray for you, Pastor. I said, Thank you. Thank you. I so desperately need that. We need prayer. Maybe you start suddenly thinking about your wife and children. Pray about them. Call on God to help them and encourage them. Maybe you're thinking about your job situation, you know, and wondering if you're doing God's will. Pray about it. I told my son-in-law he was up for a promotion. I said, pray about it. Allow God to lead. If he wants you to have the job, pray God that you would get the job, and he'd give you words in that interview. If we could just live in the attitude of prayer, I believe we could change our world. And you and I both know we need to help change our world. There is many ways we can take action in our lives to be a difference in others. Invite people to the hospital. Invite people, did you hear what I said? To the hospital. You're saying, what? To the hospital? Yes, that's what the church is. It is a place for hurting people to come and be touched by the hand of God. All through the ages, the churches have been a place for healing because the church is the bride of Christ. Some people have it all wrong when they say the church is a place for all Christians and saints together. Oh, yes, it is, but it's for those who are lost and need found and are spiritually blind and need to see and for the hurting. I hope and pray that our churches are always open to every person that walks in the doors, that they will know that they're loved, they're accepted, and they are forgiven, even through their trials, even through their poor decisions. Now, I can tell you this, the church isn't necessarily a social agency. We have people that call through the phone book all the time that call all the churches asking for money, asking for free food, asking for all these things. And we know through studies that many of them are just taking advantage of churches. That's why we have social agencies. We have when we have so many needs food, we have a place we we send them to. We we used to have a food bank, but because we're way out kind of in the country a little bit, that we we nobody was using it, so it's going to waste. So we we uh, we partner with the Center of Hope over on Fairview, and uh, it's a ministry of uh, Ted Buck's church, and it's a wonderful ministry. And so we partner with them to try to help people, and we try to do some food drives for them, and we try to encourage people to go there too. But I think it's wonderful. But there's so many people who want the church. They think we owe them gas. They think we owe them rent. They think that we have to do all these things. Well, I'm telling you what. 
God gives to the church to take care of the needs, but also we got to take care. We man, we people have to make payments. They have to pay for their electricity. There's so many things they have to take care of. It's you know, and and folks, you well know, many people take advantage of the system. But we have to be, that's where tough love comes in. I've had to be tough many times and say, folks, you know, I'd love to help you, but I've got to take care of these needs, and we've got places that will help you. We have agencies that will help you, and every time they always say, oh, we've tried all those. We've tried all those. I said, well, if you've tried them, they're going to help you. So, you know, just do what you need to do, but follow these things. But like I said, many people in this world need help, and they need love, and we want to do that. You know, um, I just I, I think when I hear stories of people inviting people uh, to their church, I my daughter once told me a story about inviting an unchurched lady uh, that came that came to the same uh, hair salon that she was at and and just invited her to church. I had somebody last week told me they invited the person that was struggling with their uh, alcoholism and they said, "Why don't you come to church to be a part?" But they didn't want to come. But at least they invited them. You know, we come together to worship, to praise, to lift each other up. But more than this, folks, I think we're called to fulfill God's great command. And we all know what that is. We know the Great Commission. We are called to share the news with the world. Uh, Matthew 28, 19, and 20, very familiar scripture. Jesus said, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So what's he tell the disciples? What's he telling us through this passage? Go into all the world and preach the word of God. That's why I said the other day, I said that's why we have missionaries. We have a lot of missionaries, Phil, a call to the mission field. My good friends, the Armstrongs, live in Thailand. They have ministered to the people of Thailand and Bangladesh and Pakistan and India, they ministered to people all over that part of the world. They were in Tanzania for 16 years sharing the gospel, started a Christian school that now is the top Christian school in Tanzania that is putting out pastors right and left and sending them out into the field. That's what he has called us to do, and that was their calling. Now, I'm kind of, like I told you, I'm, I'm more of a domestic guy, and so I, I've always kind of never felt that call, but it, maybe it was because I never prayed that much about it because I was always concerned about how I'd make it. But I can tell you this, if God called me somewhere, I told my wife this the other day, if God called me even in my old age somewhere to uh, be a minister outside of my comfort zone, I would follow God's calling. I want to do what God wants me to do. I don't know what want to do what Tom wants to do. I'd like certainly, and you know, now that my uh, as I'm in retirement age, I like to enjoy life. But man, I enjoy life when I'm sharing the good news of Jesus. Somebody told me the other day, in fact, this last week, they said, Pastor, why don't you just go and just be on the radio more and let the church, uh, you know, uh, take a little step back from the church? And you know what? I, I thought about that because I have thought about that in the past. Beth and I, uh, Schaefer and I, have even talked about that. I don't know what God wants for the future, but I know I want to be in God's work. I know I want to be about his business. I want to know I want to be sensitive to the lost and do what I can to help people. Oh, you're not always going to please people. You're not always going to make them happy. Oh, people are going to ask you for everything, and you're going to say no. But all you can do is love them, encourage them, pray for them. Folks, let you and I be a difference maker. 
Let's choose to be a difference maker. Let's choose to go the extra mile. Hey, I hope you have a great weekend. Lord bless you. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.